Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. If you're uh, in a relationship, uh, do you uh, schedule your sex or do you try to be spontaneous? You know, at the uh, Venn Ranch, we we have it all very much scheduled. But for some reason, it keeps getting canceled. <laughs> and I'm not the one hitting the cancel. It's just a blank calendar. Yeah. I scheduled it all in. I can, you know, the Google Calendar. I, I, this time, this date, this location. Stays there for about 24 hours, and then they say it canceled. Come on. Right. I don't know what's going on. Must be something wrong with the Google. People really want to be... Uh, scheduling it necessarily, but I mean, you had Valentine's on a Tuesday. There could mm. be some couples who say, "Yeah, let's wait till the weekend." Yeah, yeah Valentine's and the anniversary, somebody's birthday. Maybe you get lucky. Um, but it turns out whether you schedule it or you're spontaneous, whether you like to just throw down in the middle of a Walmart, <laughs> or like to book a room and lay it all out, um, both are good. Right? Researchers say both are fine. Actually, research right out of York University says whether you're a spur-of-the-moment lovemaker or uh, like to plan it all ahead of time, it's all good. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a heck of a research project they're doing there. Mm-hmm. Pork University. Yep. Well, somebody's got to look into it. I mean, we had another uh, survey about how much toilet paper people use. So right. I'd rather be on the sex survey <laughs> side of things. Thank you. <laughs> um. So they uh, they spoke to 100 couples, asked them to take daily surveys about their sex life for three weeks. Are you Every time they called me to check up on my... I, I wouldn't take that call. <laughs> no, nothing to report. Nothing again. Thanks for bringing it up. Um, Why don't you ask her? They, uh, they talked about their sex life for three weeks. That means people are having sex within a three-week right. span? Well, maybe maybe because you got the study going on. You are getting it on more. Yeah, perhaps. Like for, it's for research. It's for, you got that. Yes. Honey, we got it. It's for science. Take one for the team, babe. <laughs> um, so they talked for three weeks about how good their sexual encounters were, whether it was spontaneous or planned. And uh, people all said we were satisfied either way. Really? Yet, 300 other people were asked what they think is better, spontaneous or scheduled. And most think spontaneous. But the researchers say it's probably just movies, TV glorifying all that romance. Really? You know? See, I would imagine people would think spontaneous is better just because all the uh, the extras that go into scheduling it, mm. right? Like, not only you're scheduling it, but there's anticipation that happens there. Or or maybe, you know, you got, you got organized sitters, perhaps, hotels, mm. grooming. Right. There's, there's a lot going into there's it. There's a lot going into it that by the end of it, you might say, wow, was that even worth it? Right. Yeah. Whereas spontaneous, just, you know, it's it's quick and exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, listen, I'll take either. Like pizza. Good, you know, right. bad, bad, good pizza. It's in, all good. In the end, are you going to complain? No. No. I'll say thank you very much. <laughs> that was very generous of you to uh, to take that moment over the laundry tub. So, yeah, uh, don't worry about it, though. Either way, it, it, it's all good. I think sometimes, if not necessarily planning, like, okay, we're going to have sex, but if something's happening, like you're, you know, just spending a great day together and you kind of feel like there's, you know, something in the air, that anticipation of this is all going to end well right, is, uh, is pretty sexy. Maybe it's all good, but disappointment is more uh, palpable. Mm. When you've booked it, right, scheduled, and it doesn't happen, right, 
right? And someone's putting on a brave face. Like, if you're going home just hoping for a spontaneous cookie yeah. Yeah. and it doesn't happen, you're like, all right, fine. I tried. Yeah. But if you booked it Saturday night, it's the night. Yeah. We're celebrating Valentine's late. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And then someone's tired mm-hmm. or it, headache. Kids are up. Doesn't happen. Yeah. Someone's barfy. Right. In between the barfs, can we? <laughs> I've rented this one. <laughs> you said we were going to. It's the Royal York, for crying out loud. All right. We were just talking about spontaneous sex versus scheduled sex. Let's talk about toilet paper now. <laughs> okay. There's a uh, new poll out on uh, bathroom habits. You know, we were joking about York University doing that sex poll and how it was Pork University. Mm-hmm. Kids doing sex surveys. Well, I think I'd rather have them doing that than this toilet paper survey. Um, anyhow, of all these different questions on bathroom habits, one question they asked is, uh, how many squares of toilet paper do you use after pooping? Total? Yeah. Ooh. Most popular answer was five to eight squares. Seems low. That's way low. Well, uh, you, five to eight rolls. You wrap up like an oven mitt. I got a problem down there. <laughs> I guess so. I got a leaky faucet. <laughs> the next most popular was nine to 12 squares. All right. Then there are people who say more than 12 squares. That's certainly me. But I thought this was interesting. There was a few people who claim they only use one to four squares. Oh, my goodness. How is that possible? How are you pooping and can and can get away with one wipe? Right. Maybe uh, maybe if you're Brazilian. Is it the, is it the hair down there I don't that know. causes the, the problems? I don't know. I would I, assume that's part of the problem. It's always a crime scene for me. <laughs> 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 Like a kid eating Nutella. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a disaster. Wow. Uh, okay. This is awkward. I, well, here's a, here's a question. Yeah. Why do we still have the single square in the size that it is? True. Like, if no one's using one square for anything. True. I mean, you kill a bug, you're not using a single square. Mm-hmm. So is it time that we uh, we, we lengthen the square? Perhaps. Maybe go with a, a TP rectangle. And listen, uh, even even the whole concept of toilet paper, I mean, first of all, it's so damn expensive. And two, you know, they've got wipes now. That's the way to go. You want to get a good cleaning in there. Yeah, but they they're, they say flushable, but those really aren't that flushable. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the, the, the sanitation department can solve that problem. <laughs> well, well, I, need, I need my wipes. If it gets to them, the problem is if it clogs thing up, things up in your house. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Some of them. Oh, yeah, because uh, some that I've, uh, I've seen, <laughs> I never purchased or anything. <laughs> but I've read them. I like to read them at the Shopper's Drug Mart. Right. They'll say uh, flushable up to two or three um, wipes. Yeah. Yeah, I remember going back to like with the the kids when they were babies. They mm. say you know, they they would say flushable wipes, but don't don't mm. necessarily trust that. Just get right into the shower after. So there were there were times. Yeah. <laughs> Not for me, for the kids no, when they were course. babies. Not for you. You're perfect. How many times uh, a day do you think, Lucky? You and uh, Adrian text each other. Uh well, not as often anymore because she works mainly from home. Right. Uh, still, um, but uh, I would say there's at least a, a few in there. 
I keep forgetting that she's still at, does. at home. Uh, it's 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 kind of this part scheme where she's in the office a couple times a week and at home a how couple great, times. Yeah. How great are those two days when she's in the office? Bliss. <laughs> well, because look, you like so many parents, and I I did feel for you um, because at the height of COVID, when it was the four of you together constantly. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least at my house, we didn't have young children to deal with. So we could all kind of go to our own corners and occupy our, ourselves. Right. But young children need occupying. They need being, they need to be talked to and observed yeah. and played with. They take up thought. Yeah, they do. They do. And and so you're, because it's, it's funny, even if I'll, uh, when I'm driving home and I'll come up my street and if there is one of the three cars in the driveway, like if Maria's car is still there or my son's girlfriend's car, I get immediately furious. <laughs> what is he doing home? But Daniel's normally at home, but right? But he hides in the basement. I yeah. don't see him. But it just gets in the way. I have a routine that involves eating a lot of bad food as soon as I get home and uh-huh. watching television. Uh-huh. And if Maria's working from home for one reason or another, she's right there, right there at the island. Right. Taking up space. Right. And then she's like, oh, what are you doing? What are you having to eat? What are you? I'm not, all of a sudden, I'm her chef. It's <laughs> uh, all too much. I just want to eat my salt and vinegar potato chips with my hot sauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, I thought this was interesting. The reason I asked is, on average, uh, couples text like 12 times a day. Okay. That seems insane to me. Like low or high? That's way too high. Twelve times, a dozen times? A do- what do you got to say to each other that's so important in a dozen texts? Like literally, Maria and I, uh, as I said, we we don't see each other most of the time in the morning. So I'll text her, good morning, have a great day. She'll text back. And then usually, unless something's up, right? I don't hear from her again the rest of the day. And she doesn't hear from me. Hmm. Yeah, and, and of course, before texting... And cell phones, that really was the way it went. That's right. Um, now, you're in the situation where you are at home and preparing meals, but right. you don't, you just select whatever everyone's eating. There's well, no conversation no. as to what people would like to have. No, I just decide. Hmm. Yeah. There's because most of, of my texts, if I'm going to text Adrian, is like, okay, what's for dinner? I'm heading here. Do you need anything? It's, right. It's not like we're having deep conversation via text throughout the day. Right. It's also impressive. You've you've worked at a good system too. I, I like it where you're home twenty hours of the day, uh-huh. and yet still avoid cooking dinner. It's good. Not avoid. <laughs> there, there are times I step up. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, this is also interesting about couples and texting. When you're early on in a relationship, um, couples will uh, text each other back almost immediately. Right. But within like two years of dating, it it takes a long time for mm. somebody. So for newly dating couples, usually under 16 minutes and 50 seconds is when you'll get a response. Under 16 minutes and 50 seconds? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, once you're two years in a relationship. That even seems long. To wait, yeah. Yeah. But 24 minutes... Um, is the um, after two years is the amount of time it takes for someone to get back wow. with a text. Now, I, I, I do get a little petty with it sometimes in that if Maria doesn't text me first in the morning and I don't hear from her for a while, I almost won't text her. Right. Really? Just to be a bit of a jerk. Just to see if she'll even think of her? Yeah. 
Or if I've texted her and she's gotten busy, because she's working. I'm at home watching TV. Right. But if I text her and I don't hear from her like till like noon or something, mm-hmm. she'll apologize. She'll be, I'm so sorry I didn't get back to you. But I, I would refuse. Like, I won't, I, I will not go, are you alive? Like, is your phone, what's going on? Right. I get, I get a tad petty, petty about it. Yeah, all right. I, I, I will admit, to because we have texts that now can have read receipts, you mm. can tell that people have read them. Right. Right. When I see you've read it mm. and are not responding to right. it, right. my mind immediately goes to, well, well, what the hell's going on? Well, like, what, are you, what do you have to consider about yeah. what I texted yeah. that you've got to take so long to answer for? What? And Evan is bad for it. Oh, and really? I've, I've laid into him a couple of times. Saying, listen, I pay for this phone, mm-hmm. so you are to respond immediately. Right, and yeah. and he Especially is with kids. Yeah, he's slow on the response. Right, right, and and usually the response is response is just okay yeah. or a K. Yeah, and so it it should take zero time. Yeah, but in that time, I will boil over, <laughs> 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 and with it, and it'd be especially because he's. Constantly on his phone. Oh, yeah. Like, I know you have it in your hand. Yeah. Or within six inches of your hand, usually. Yeah. Why the hell have you not responded to I me? I 100% agree. Is that, it drives me insane. I was actually at the grocery store the other day, and I needed... Uh, I was asking a question about a particular onion that Daniel needed for a recipe. There was three people at home. Three people with phones. Yeah. I called all of them. Nobody answered. Oh, right. I know. That happens all the time. And and I'll text and say, hey, I'm I'm at Costco. Yeah. Because that happens a lot. Uh-huh. Do we need anything? And the answer generally comes when I'm rolling the cart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to the car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need toilet paper. Oh, yeah. Ah, crap. Are you doing something different with your hair? It seems swooping to the other side. What? It's swooping over. It's uh, throwing me off. Have you done something different? No. Are you trying a new look? No. Right. I'm not. I'm not swooping. It's got a bigger part think. to the, or maybe it's just falling out over there. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mother Nature. <laughs> Dump down. Yeah. Your mixed bag right on Craig's car. That's okay, Lucky. If you lose the hair, you lose the hair. It's fine. I'm pretty quite protective <clears throat> of it, and right. I have noticed um, some thinning. In spots. You got a pretty little patch at the back. What? There's a pretty little patch at the back. I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> when, I, when I see in the other booth doing the voice track, there's a it's receding back can't, there. Can't see it in the mirror. I'm good. <laughs> Nobody's brought it up. We don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take a photo, show it to you. I've noticed every now and then, um, when I like on camera, when I turn, mm. I'll notice that the the back little little top back mm. area. Seems quite thinning. Might be the baseball cap wearing. I've heard a lot of cap wearing will uh, will rub hair away. I, yeah, I've heard that too. I've cut out quite a bit of that. Certainly in the winter time, mm. I used to wear a baseball cap like constantly, constantly. And that I, now, now I don't care. We're not on camera or anything, so mm. uh, off we go. Yeah. No, I mean, listen. You're a you're a lovely, handsome man. Got lots of good years ahead of you. I'm sure that hair is sticking around for. A while. <laughs> Get the clippers. Just shave her down to the wood. Yeah. You know what? I actually... See what we got. I did. Uh, I, I shaved my uh, melon once for uh, a charity event. And I got to tell you, uh, the biggest concern is 
am I going to have an odd-shaped head under yes, there? absolutely. Are there going to be any lumps or bumps that I didn't know existed? Right. But it's actually, it's it's pretty, it's a pretty, um, it's pretty good. It's it's uh, refreshing, I guess, would be the word. One, when you get in the shower, there's no purpose. Like, right. you're in and out in no time. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I, I Listen, I have I have next to nothing going on for me. Except a decent head of hair. Right. I got bad feet. I got I, 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 physically, I'm a wreck. Uh huh. But I got a good head of hair. It's the only. So I don't think I'd shave it down again. But uh, if it goes, I now know I'm okay with it when it okay. does. Yeah, I uh, I have shaved my head before too, um, and uh, and it was decent. But you're right. Like there's some people when they shave it down, it looks mm. like their brain is actually coming through their skull. Do not look. It's got some weird waves going on of flaps of skin. And sometimes you get the extra long forehead too. You're like, wow, that's, right. a, that's a lot of forehead. But, I mean, that little space, even even if you've ever messed with your eyebrows, you ever see anybody who takes away their eyebrows, all of a sudden their forehead looks twice the size. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. It's just those two little strips of hair over your eyeballs and then your hairline above. I mean, what are we talking? A couple inches, three inches there or something, four inches. Let's move on. This is a very uncomfortable conversation. Uh, well, listen, it has to happen. It's part of life for many people. <laughs> my dad, I think, his started to go very, very young, or at least mm. before my age. So he, he would be probably in his 30s. Although I understand it skips generations. Yeah, so if your grandfather had a decent head of hair, right? Like you, that that seems like my dad had a good head of hair, but his father lost it uh, quite right. young. And listen, I've had friends who lost theirs in their twenties. Like my brother-in-law, he had, shook, shook, he had to shave it down. Yeah, and it's like probably his late like nineteen twenty. It was right. going, and boy, it, it becomes because I have noticed you know a little bit of thinning here and there, but it's it's still. You know, able to cover it up, patch. Oh up yeah, it's bit. still fairly thick at right. the top. It's just that patch down the sides going away, <laughs> and the big patch at the back. Yeah, shut up. Chris. <laughs> but then you see, guys. Hey, I can take my beer back. <laughs> yes, I got a gift of beer Brian, from, you, from the Oshawa Generals. Oshawa yeah. Generals and Brock Street got together and they made themselves a beer. And uh, and they heard that it was our tenth anniversary, and yeah. and we like tin, and so they they sent us a couple. It's very nice. And I brought some in for you. Like is that a case for me? Uh, there's a couple in there and some glasses too. For oh, me. nice. Yeah. Very um, nice. I thought it was a whole case of beer. And uh, no. Screw the generals. Right. No, no, listen. You know, but, but you, listen, you, you got a lot going on. You're a handsome fella. It's all happening for you. It's all fine. Your head your head of hair is good for another six I, to eight months. I, I've known for some time after seeing my father lose his, and my yeah. grandfather didn't have much hair either. So I, I, I was pretty sure at some point mm. that uh, it, it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And it's it feels like that point is starting. But I don't want to be that guy who's hanging on way too long. Well, no, I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this has uh, got to be concerning for traditional TV. For the first time ever, adults spend more time watching digital content on platforms like Netflix, TikTok, and YouTube than regular old TV. Uh, in 2023, TV will uh, viewers averaged just under three hours a day, while digital video watching averages three hours and 11 minutes. So mm. it's... The split has happened, and for the first time ever, digital is uh, past regular TV for 
viewing time, and I'm sure those numbers will only continue to climb. Yeah, outside of live sports, I'm pretty much going, if not digital, but at least on demand for a lot of it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, we record a ton of stuff and, and then watch it at our own convenience. So certainly not a lot of live television watching anymore. Uh, TikTok viewing among adults climbed sharply. One analyst said the lines between social and entertainment have blurred. And so now you're seeing and I'm sure it's got to be so frustrating for actors and others who have, you know, worked at their craft, went on all these auditions, took went to school for it, did all the things you needed to do, hustled to get an agent, hustled to get work, and then some 14-year-old hops on TikTok and makes $7 million a year. Yeah, oh, for sure. It's crazy. Uh, what do you think the happiest song ever recorded? Well, uh, a professor with a PhD in music psychology claims to have cracked the formula. Okay. To create a happy song. I know they did this once with ABBA. They're and, on the list. And uh, and just the the musical chord changes that mm-hmm. happened there uh, tended to be, like, really favorable to most people's ears. Yeah, he says basically the song has to be in a major key, 137 beats a minute, and have uh, and danceability is a must. Okay. So on the list, you got September from Earth, Wind, and Fire, ABBA, Waterloo, YMCA, Village People, Beach Boys, I Get Around, Sun is Shining from Bob Marley, Uptown Girl, Billy Joel, Get the Party Started, Pink, uh, House of Fun from Madness, I Got I Got You, I Feel Good, James Brown. Number one, happiest song of all time, Good Vibrations. Okay. The Beach Boys. Yeah. Ah, who can't be happy hearing a Beach Boys song? <laughs> uh, except for In My Room. That's a downer. Right. Yeah. Tyler Perry stepping up. His film complex in Atlanta has caused property values in the area to jump, and that means higher taxes. It's putting the squeeze on older, low-income residents and making it harder for them to keep their homes. So he's shelling out seven hundred and fifty grand to keep them in their homes. It'll cover the tax increase for the next 20 years. Oh, my goodness. He's also kicking in another 500000 a year for the next four years. For a total donation of two point seven five million dollars, we talked about Keanu Reeves yesterday. Tyler yeah. Perry seems like a really decent dude. Do you know what else he's done? And he's done it so quietly on his film complex, which if you've ever seen the photos, it's just a massive, massive facility. Almost all people employed there are ex criminals or people mm. who have struggled with uh, low income, uh, low education, no university degrees. Uh, yeah, he he really has stepped up huge. Um, uh, speaking of donations, I saw yesterday Michael Jordan uh, turned 60 mm. tomorrow. And he's celebrating it by donating $10 million to Make-A-Wish. It's the single highest donation wow. that Make-A-Wish has ever received. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's good of him. And it, you know, maybe it coincides with the movie coming out about his life. He's going to make a little more money yeah. coming his way. But um, that, by the way, looks Awesome, mm-hmm. like really good with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. But yeah, I thought it was a cool move from Mike. Yeah, no, good on him for sure. Uh, speaking of Ben Affleck, he makes the list of uh, worst celebrity tattoos. He supposedly has a very colorful phoenix that covers his entire back. Really? And, uh, maybe I guess he's disappointed with that. Or you're not going to see him shirtless in many things. He's got a whole back tattoo? Yeah, that must have been during the drinking days. 
Ariana Grande, this is great. She got a bunch of Japanese characters on her palm. It was supposed to be a tribute to her song Seven Rings, but ended up translating to Japanese barbecue grill. <laughs> oh, they were very popular at one point to get some kind of Asian caricature mm-hmm. uh, on uh, tattooed on you, but you really don't know. You don't, and I bet you Asian tattoo artists just had a great time. <laughs> they think they're getting some kind of thing about love, and instead it's uh, Japanese for outhouse. Right. Uh, Pete Davidson, when he dated Kim Kardashian for, remember, less than a year, he got multiple tattoos dedicated to her, including her kids' initials. He had them all removed. My goodness. Yeah. That seems like a lot of effort. This is incredibly douchey. Drake, he has the Beatles in their Abbey Road pose, then himself as the fifth member. He got it after beating their Billboard Hot 100 record. Right. All right, Drake. Whatever. Orlando Bloom got his son's name misspelled in Morse code. He <laughs> called it a Pinterest fail. <laughs> and Sylvester Stallone, he covered up two portraits of his wife right before she filed for divorce. But less than a month later, they were back together. <laughs> <laughs> and I was sad to hear this. Now, Raquel Welch, 82 years old, uh, has passed away. They're not saying what the cause of death was. She was considered to be one of the greatest sex symbols of all time. And it's funny, uh, in just watching the uh, Pam Anderson doc, uh, Raquel Welch sometime back talked about being on her own and not needing a man in her life, and she was happy in her own skin. And it's interesting that uh, in part of the Pam Anderson doc, she talks about that, like the multiple marriages, Mm. and then realizing that she's just... If she can't be with the husband of her children, she doesn't want to be with anybody. So this is kind of interesting. Mm. Uh, Anyhow, this I I thought uh, of you when I read this. The poster that the wardens rip away when Andy escapes in the Shawshank Redemption is the poster of Raquel Welch in her bikini from uh, a movie called One Million Years B.C. Yeah. And that's basically what I know her from. That and, like, the naked gun, 33 and a half. Other than that, I mean... Yes, her name synonymous with mm-hmm. being a sex symbol from that 100 million years BC poster. But yeah, she was she acted in a ton of movies, but a lot of them in the 60s and 70s. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, she uh, probably one film she would have wanted to take away or off her resume was a movie she did with Bill Cosby in 1976 called Mother Jugs and Speed. Wow. Wonder what character she was. Mother, <laughs> Jugs, or Speed? Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.